Hey there, Sean. Hey, Pierce. How's it going? It's pretty okay. All right. That means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. Let's start the show. Horse stock is attached. Head is mad at black. Got the bushes black to match. Riding on a horse. You can whip your Porsche. I've been in a valley. You ain't been up off that Porsche. Now, can't nobody tell me It's a, a big day. Uh, there's a lot going on. Uh, this is this is the first time that we've recorded together since uh, a certain basketball game happened. And yes, I do mean DJ Augustine hitting yeah, a game-winning wow. three That's... to upset the Raptors in game one. Oh, no, I'm talking about Virginia oh. winning the national championship. Uh, thus, proving you wrong cosmically and... It, Reminding us all that it is possible occasionally, very occasionally, for good things to happen in the universe. It's it's not that I say that good things don't happen. I just say, as a rule, I do not trust them. <laughs> and <laughs> and I'll say that the, the reaction to the game is no one trusts this good thing that happens to us. There's <laughs> there's a full-blown discussion about instant replay and and just a variety of things and whatever let us let us have this okay (laughs) let us have this i think that yesterday we uh you know inadvertently celebrated would you say that that is accurate max there was some celebration yes uh including things in tiki bar tiki bars are we might have to visit that at at another point tiki bars are a a fascinating american very american thing there there were drinks that were on fire it was awesome uh but it, it is it's sunday uh, and it's Sunday of the Masters. Mm-hmm. We're, we're sitting in your living room, uh, not looking at each other, but looking at your TV. Yes. Uh, on, on mute, uh, we have another screen uh, that's halftime of a Liverpool-Chelsea match mm-hmm. uh, that I imagine will end in a way that will frustrate one or maybe both of us. Um, and Game of Thrones comes back tonight. Yes. Uh, but... I, Let's let's focus on the Masters. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's been, you know, I mean, it's one of the signature American sporting events. And it's not undeserved. There have been some incredible Masters moments. Yes, uh, but people are particularly ginned up this year because Tiger's in the hunt, baby. Yes, he, uh, he is, and, and he's, you know, I remarked earlier that he looks really old. He looks beaten down. He's <laughs> like, he's like one of those boxers where you're like, he's 28, but he's an old 28. Tiger looks like an old thirty-seven. Well, his well, he's older than thirty-seven. He's, he's whatever 40, he is. Yeah. Whatever also, his is. his back is now um, fused. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> uh, but he's still he looks like intimidating Tiger uh, on the tee in his red Nike shirt, his black pants, and his black Nike hat. Yes. Ooh, could that have anything to do with what we're talking about today? It it does have something to do uh, with what we're talking about. He and pretty much every. I'll use their preferred lingo, which is every patron there, uh, at least all the men, seem to have on uh, basically baseball cap types, except for a couple jamokes in there who are wearing bucket hats. Masters branded bucket hats. Yeah, And this is something that that I have been kind of focused on for 
for a lot of my life at this point, which is <laughs> what are appropriate hats, especially, honestly, it's especially for men to wear. Um, because we were really fortunate yesterday. We, we went to a bunch of different bars in, in DC and stuff. Uh, and no one, no one was the fedora wearer in our group. Good. Unless Max, you were hiding one from us. Do, do you do you have a do you, do you own a, a fedora? clear fedora? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a I had a clear rain fedora. Rain fedora, yeah. But it's it's made me uh, think about my my frustration with fedora. But as as I am wont to do often, is there is there a way we can kind of set some ground rules to avoid being the guy in the group with a fedora and just always wearing appropriate <laughs> headgear? Um, I, I'm sure you'll try. Yes. I'm sure I will have problems with it. Uh, but let's, so f- as a first ground rule, we should stipulate that if you are wearing your hat because it's some part of a uniform or it's yes. some sort of, performs some sort of activity function, specific, like you're a construction worker, you really should wear a hard hat. Don't, yes. whatever, Pierce's rules do not apply to you. Or if you're on a bicycle or one of those scooters, please wear a helmet. If you're on one of those scooters, get off the fucking scooter right now because oh, I hate you. Okay. Um, that that's another that that's is a topic for another time. I have I have lots of thoughts about those. I don't have so many thoughts about hats, but um, and you know, like it, and if you're if you're a baseball player, like you kind of have to wear a hat. That's part of the it's part of the uniform. Uh, unless you're John Olerud and want to wear a, a batting helmet that's when you're playing first base, pretty, pretty smart. I, yeah, or Peter um, Check uh, wearing his headgear yes, after that a is true. very frightening injury that he so, had back in the day. So this is purely a discussion about recreational hat wearing. Yes, and and I think that I mean the the Masters is a is a prime example, or any outdoor sporting event. I would say men and women alike. Having headgear makes makes total sense, but as we discussed, I, I think that I am stipulating that the preferred headgear for this situation is the baseball cap type um, for just kind of sitting, recreational sitting outside and stuff. When you start to get into the uh, the bucket hat, you're, you're unnecessarily drawing attention to yourself. I think you're you're trying to be you're being that guy, which is. Uh, one of our rules also, which is don't be that guy. Right. And then what are the ones that are almost like the, they're, they're like the straw, well, straw hat could be an example, but the ones where it starts to cave down over your ears and it's really large. There's a certain name. Just but like a floppy sun hat. Yeah. It, there's, if, if you're trying to block the sun out, that's, that's fine. I get that. But, but like if you're at the beach, like don't. I don't know if you should like if you walk to work. I wouldn't necessarily wear like a straw sun hat to no. block out the sun on your walk to the office. I even though I try not to project my reasonableness onto other people, you just <laughs> don't be ostentatious. Now, Max, he I, says as he tries to impose a rule on what headgear people can wear and use the word ostentatious. Uh, Max, you brought up a, a good thing though, which is you are someone who does has done the water sports before. And sometimes when you are in that situation, you do need more than a baseball cap. Well, I like wearing one of those. I think they're called the, the bucket hats. But then with the thing in the back so that your your neck doesn't get sunburned. Is that is that when you're walking around Boston or when you're doing the water? Walking around Boston, I usually wear one of those hats kind of like the Pope wears with the thing. That's my preferred hat. <laughs> a, a it's very good at blocking the sun or maybe a fez. Um, Terrible at blocking the sun. Yeah. Or yeah. even my, my keepa, you know, my... my uh, we're talking about religious hats now. 
no, we are not. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> we absolutely are not. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think if you're going out on a on a boat, I think it could be reasonable to wear um a a hat that's better for blocking the sun. I don't see how that's any different than being at the beach, though. No, I, that's that's fine. Uh, but that like that hat is performing a function. Yes. And it's a very specific function. Uh, I, so these are, I mean, both of these are activity specific. And the other thing we haven't brought up and it is worth going, another activity is the cold. Uh, I think that it is totally uh, being out in the cold, be unwisely choosing to live somewhere, I don't know, like like, like Boston, say, um, where it's cold all the time, uh, it is you do need knitted hats, which, of course, you should be able to wear. But... I think I think we need to put the kibosh on the the warm weather knit hat wearing and also the the inside the coffee shop hipster wearing it on the back of of his head, which is not really a functional way to do it. But nevertheless, that is true. I think um, I want to I want to say it was GQ did a a piece in an issue, you know, several months ago about the proper way to wear like a knit beanie. And one of the things they said was, don't you dare wear it slouched off the back of your head. You look like a tool. All the Steve Zissou. I love that look. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, that, that's, that's the, allowed. The Ashton Kutcher where there's a lot of, it's like a sock and the end of the sock is hanging off the back of your head. That sounds terrible. <laughs> Basically, Steve Zissou and Marvin Gaye were the examples of like, this is fine. Oh, okay. Yeah, so... I think that is with if you're wearing the sun hat, if, if you're doing there, that is a hat with a with an activity in mind, and the activity is fighting off the cold weather. And when it starts to become a non-functional hat like that, it is. I think that's where you say you ask the question if I really need to be wearing it or not, and I would say that 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 is not in the spirit of the rule. You are being ostentatious hmm. and and overly hip. Um, that's fair. So. Uh, we, we've, we've determined at least as of now that it looks like Pierce is going to be the person upset by the outcome of the soccer game. Yeah. Super Sadio Mane is at it again. Whatever. Uh, but like, I'm, I'm a baseball hat enthusiast, baseball cap. I, I also get lost a little bit on whether you should call it a baseball hat or a baseball cap. I know when it's, I think when it's worn in the context of a baseball uniform, it's called a cap, mm-hmm. not a hat. Yeah. Uh, and and part of this is is we're assuming that that is kind of the standard hat. I think it is a very honestly, if there is an American uniform and that is the lens through which I have to look at this, that is like part of the American uniform. It is jeans, dungarees, whatever you want to call them, denim, and then a cotton T-shirt on top, and then a baseball cap or hat, whatever it is. So I, I think oh, that, that's that, interesting because there there are a couple. I would say there are a couple of different sort of archetypal American uniforms, so to speak, and one of them is the like the Don Draper, the 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 working man of the you know the well the, the office man, not the working man, the the professional of the 1960s, yeah, with the suit, you know, the wool suit, if even if it's 115 degrees outside. And the fedora. I feel like you're. Um, I feel like you're baiting me to talk about a madman here, F. Because before we recorded, you said I hadn't. <laughs> um, but I will. I will say that that you're right, and I would say that that is a uniform. And then there's the classic kind of rancher cow right. cow that hand. Was the other one. Uh, and so while Sean is, you know, going into euphoria over uh, Mo Salah, re- being reminded that he is a world class player, uh, I would say that. Those uniforms, now I went to the rodeo last year, 
at least the the professional business person that that uniform has has changed um and people aren't wearing hats into the office anymore it is it's one thing to be a fashion statement but almost like the the rules maybe the rules is the wrong word but but the way um people kind of conduct themselves in those ways has has changed I mean, around the same time, women started wearing pants to work. And sure. and so that's went away. And there is a scene in particular where, um, you know, a guy has a hat on when a woman comes into an elevator and uh, is is chastised for, by another man for not taking off his his hat. Um, and so that type of decorum, I think things have things have definitely changed. Uh, but you mentioned the the fedora and I also mentioned the, the, the cowboy hat and the cowboy hat. There is. Having gone to the rodeo, there's a functionality to it. There are places where, given the environment and given kind of the rules of decorum, there you wear that. Max, can you think of any occasions where wearing a fedora is okay? Um, I mean, I suppose if you're at like a an Elvis Presley lookalike show, does he wear? Did he wear one? No, because then you wouldn't be able to see his his glorious oh, hair. Yeah, true, but I bet Colonel Tom Parker probably did at some point or another. Basically, what we're saying, I think, what we're I think if you're in costume, right? That's what we're skirting around. If you're dressing as Don Draper, uh, which is probably not a great costume now, uh, no. you might as well just walk around with a sandwich board that says "I drink and hit women." Uh, or if you're, you know, if you're doing a Rat Pack thing and you're dressed as Frank Sinatra, like go for it. I think that's fine. Yes, but I think that, and maybe you all haven't noticed as much, but there in the DC area, there are all these things where you have almost like people do like speakeasy. It's not just going to a speakeasy; there are almost like parties around it, like dinner murder mysteries, and this becomes an excuse for all these 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 guys to wear uh, have like those watch chains and then wear a fedora and. I'm I'm really afraid that they're they're using it as excuse, but really want to wear fedoras, and maybe that's part of it. As I don't understand sure. the compulsion to don a fedora, um, or also the the unironic, as you pointed out, Max, newsboy hat, which I, again, I I just don't, I, I don't really. It's it's a non-functional hat, and it's a weird fashion statement to to make if that is your goal. Um, so I, I don't, I don't really get jazzed about it. Well, jazz is probably the right word for people who, <laughs> who want to wear those. They want to <laughs> embrace the jazz age or something. I suppose you should, you're, you're calling hats non-functional and I'm not, I'm not sure you're exactly right about that because one of the m- main functions of hats, uh, which I think is accomplished by pretty much any hat other than a fez or a pope's mitre or some sort of religious hat is uh blocking the sun out of your eyes and as long as you wear like if you wear the newsboy hat correctly like it should accomplish some of that function i i would say that we're not let's let's maybe not tar and feather hats as non-functional they can be ridiculous they're they're ridiculous Sure. Yeah, but you've brought up an interesting point. Um, what if someone is wearing uh, the seemingly acceptable baseball hat or cap, but in reverse, so it is no longer blocking the sun? Are you Ken Griffey Jr.? I'm not. Okay, then 
you should consider not doing it that way. There was, there was, there were, there were moments in the, it just, I, or if you're a child, you can do it too. But adults, like I just saw a, there's a new place in DC and I saw an ad for it and it's these, you know, guys where he, uh, they, they open up a breakfast sandwich place and they're all wearing their, their hats back. Sean, you seem to be, uh, so excited about wearing your hat backwards. You're ready to defend all folks doing it. You know, no, I'm not, but I am, I am ready to say that you're being ridiculous uh, with that's, this, that's fine. We're making <laughs> rules about people wearing hats. That we we have delved I mean, into that territory. You, you are. <laughs> yes, I am. But this uh, is this is what I do. This is this is fairly classic us. Uh, I mean, it's just if you're gonna wear a cap backwards, who cares? I I don't know. But but you do care about people wearing fedoras. I mean, I don't like fedoras. I think anyone looks. I I think for the most part. Uh, people look ridiculous wearing fedoras now because people are taking fedoras out of their context, which is as part of that archetypal professional uniform. Like that's a hat that's made to wear with a suit. It's not made to wear with a Hawaiian shirt and flip flops. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I think the context is important essentially with any, that's that's not good. Um, the, The context is important. Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't wear a baseball cap to work if if you worked in a professional environment. I may have done that this past uh, week or two. I yeah, I do it. I mean, no, 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 no. But if you're if you're wearing a suit, right? It's yeah. not what we work. Well, but we work in professional environments. It, they're just not very buttoned up business attire. You wouldn't pair that with a business Correct. attire. That yeah. is what I did. You I was know. celebrating something, so. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, that's you that's different. You wouldn't. Yeah, you wouldn't do it every way. So I, I mean, I think that context is is pretty in, important there, and I think that's what a lot of this is 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 the the quote unquote rule is around the context in in which you wear it. I'm saying that there's not really a context in which a fedora or even a newsboy hat is is reasonable, according to me, of course. But it just it yes, you stick out like a sore thumb and and i don't really i don't really know why it, it seems very incorrect. well you you stick out because you're doing something that's not as common anymore i mean if you were like you know well why not let's double up on Mad Men. Uh, if in 1964 pete campbell wore a yankees cap to the office he would be punted out of polite society very quickly i you bring that up and i would be curious when when people even started wearing the local sports teams hats out and about i assume that they've had them forever solid question but but i think that the commodification of these and selling them uh, to make tons of money having different versions of the hat throughout the year for like the fourth of july Uh and uh memorial day and things like that that's a more recent thing, so I am also deferring to how th- this product, these baseball hats, for everything from your favorite band to a sporting event itself, not even the teams in it, the sporting event, of which I just bought a hat for for UVA, um, a celebratory hat. Uh, we, we are kind of 
giving into the fact that it's as the quorum as as practices have changed they're just kind of everywhere and for everything right so when when should we unpack the elephant in the room is it that i'm wearing a hat while podcasting it is not that you are wearing a hat while podcasting but it does have to do with you and hats oh oh people who are follically challenged uh yes so one of the main functions of a hat is to keep the sun out of your eyes yes another one is to keep the sun off of your scalp yes and for some of us including on average one out of three hosts of the it's pretty okay podcast that is of particular importance well i i would say in and max might say this too um sunscreen basically everybody should be putting sunscreen in their scalp especially if you are light of hair yeah color. that's very <laughs> relevant to, to me as well yeah so i mean wearing a having cover for your head is is always important i think is more important than people realize certainly for for me i put i mean yesterday when we were leaving i put on sunscreen all over my head because i knew we would be outside in that cloudy type sure. weather so i mean hats take a step back for a moment you should cover your head and stuff because skin cancer is real and is a terrible way to die or just even be inconvenienced if it's treatable and everything. I know it's it's true. I mean, uh, yeah. So so we should actually be wearing more hats and and it shouldn't just be oh well that person has less hair so they should wear a hat. We should all be wearing well, hats. No, no. So so what I'm getting at is that this makes your your seeking to restrict people's hat usage. Mm-hmm. A, a, a touch a touch unreasonable wouldn't you say you of all people should be in favor of more hats for everyone you even just said it more hats more sunscreen yeah so more hats more sunscreen but you can wear hats but you do them activity specific if i go and walk to it's not that sunny today but if i go and walk to the grocery store if i'm going to wear a hat i'm not going to put on a fedora and not only just because i don't have one but because the activity that activity i think more necessitates than any other a baseball style cap i'm not gonna be outside that much but if it was sunny or something i think i'll have enough coverage with with a baseball cap um now do i protect the back of my neck no but i can always just put on sunscreen um putting sunscreen on your face to be outside for 10 minutes kind of sucks because then you smell like sunscreen for the rest of the day so then where do you stand on hats inside I as the person here who is wearing a hat inside while we do I this. normally don't wear hats inside but I'm also in my apartment so if you two were not here no one would know that I was wearing a hat inside I would say you, you would know I would I would know and I would deal with the shame I, I think that generally hats are for as we've kind of discussed they're for outdoor activities I can't I can't immediately think of a time where the activity necessitates a hat indoors I mean can you think of one other than maybe, I mean, I'm not including helmets, right? We're eliminating right, hard hat. Yeah, yeah, that would, that would, yeah. So that would be whatever your job is. If you are taking down walls and and redoing the 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 pipes in your house, like yeah, maybe you wear a, a hard hat. I mean, maybe if you're wrangling cattle indoors. Yes, um, but that would be that is somehow your job, or or there is an activity going on. I would say in general there aren't recreational activities that you really need to wear a hat in, inside or like if your heat is out 
Yeah, yeah. Then, then it, then it roots. It goes I mean, again. I think with all of these situations, we can point to there's activity specific, and activities can include cold and stuff um, within the context of the activity. Does it make sense? What about those hats that are like umbrellas that you wear on your head? They make umbrellas for your hand that you hold, and they cover your whole body, not just your head. There is a better solution there. I, I think that's what he's saying in a way. There, you could say, "Oh well, you know, this has this in the context. This works, but there is a better, okay. there's a better thing." And what about the, the baseball cap with the where the brim is is flat, and there's a big silver sticker thing on it? Uh, those stickers are gold. Oh. Uh, if you if your hat is a a new era cap, um, I I don't know. I'm not sure. Like it's it's a signifier that your your hat is new and fresh and hasn't been scuffed up or creased up or anything. I, I, That's that kind of goes into the 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 fashion thing. I'm not here for I, I'm not here for rules about what hats you can and can't wear. Even though I don't like fedoras. Yeah. My 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 rule is that I wish people wore less fedoras. I'm just trying. What I'm doing with this is I'm coming up with I think a pretty reason. Never expect other people to be as reasonable as you think you are. I understand that, but I think I'm coming up with a reasonable set of suggestions for people to make smart hat choices, empower them to do so, block out the sun, which is good, and don't look like a jerk. Well, what if we think you're incredibly unreasonable? You are entitled to that, but I will stand here and I will say I am being very reasonable and not just and not just totally making fun or anything of, of people wearing fedoras. I'm saying find me the context and wear it, but no one has found me the context yet. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, all right. I think I am about out of fedora thoughts. Max, you got anything that you want yeah, to you add? Live in, I think if you come visit me... Um, in a little while, you may find that context, uh, at least certainly with the newsboy cap. There is a context for that in certain neighborhoods of, of the city in which I reside. Oh, boy. Yeah, I'm going to try to avoid those areas, but maybe I need to go and face the demons. I think that's always important. Face your fears. Um, all right. So if you have uh, better rules about hats, uh, if you think Pierce is in overbearing jackass uh come find us on facebook or twitter at pretty okay pod and let us know what you think yes uh and we will move on now to pierce is sorry what are you apologizing for today so we just kind of went through an exercise where i was being you could argue un unreasonable about something but pretending to be reasonable one could argue and i am i am here today to admit something that i was unreasonable about it and now I, I am owning it. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I made a dish that was a baked sausage, broccoli, and fennel recipe. Okay. I have been a big hater of fennel, mostly because I think in the last few years, it came out of what felt to me like nowhere, and then it was in everything. And people were talking about fennel all the time and how great it is, and it just became one of those ingredients du jour of a vegetable that maybe you weren't using before and it's really cool and you're cool if you use fennel and I just I couldn't stand that so avoided it and also I'm like I don't know that I want a licorice taste in in what I'm doing well I'm here to say that I was wrong and fennel 
know, don't be a jerk about it. But fennel is great. The like bulb of fennel on the bottom has really good flavor. It's not totally licorice-y all the time. That's more in like the fronds or whatever. And it's really tasty. And the dish was easy, which was uh, the sausage and the broccoli uh, and the fennel, you cut up the bottom and then put some lemon and, and some just salt and pepper, really simple stuff, and then pop it in the oven. And then you've got something that it fennel with sausage tastes really well because those, yes. those flavors play together. So, I mean, I was wrong about fennel and I apologize to all the great fennel growers out there. Uh, and I think that people should, should have it more often. So if you, uh, if you're looking for something See, different, another rule. Eat more fennel, wear less fedoras. Yeah, less fedoras, more fennel. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that uh, yeah, give it a give it a chance. It's it's springtime now, and there's going to be a lot of produce out there. Uh, mm. Yeah, I think at this point, fennel has been replaced by things like ramps, which are more kind of the douchey vegetable du jour. So uh, get out there and and have some fennel. While everyone's having <laughs> big, ramps. Big fennel got to Pierce apparently. Yeah, big fennel. I can't <laughs> tune in next week for his. <laughs> Apology to the His second straight apology to fennel and also to ramps. Uh, ram- ramps aren't bad. Just people go nuts over them because they have a very, you can't really grow them and they have a short. Uh, right. They're because they're fresh, you know, and in season for about seven minutes. Yeah. Well, you can't, you can't grow them commercially. They just find them and pick them out of the ground. That's pretty much. <laughs> it's, it's strange. It's strange. But I saw them yesterday and thought about buying them just because they were there and th- I-, I checked myself. All right, so we will uh, we'll close the show as we do with a big idea from pop culture. And I'm not sure exactly when the last time I used this segment to talk about a podcast was, but I'm, I'm here to talk about a podcast. As one does. Uh, namely, The Dropout. Uh, so I sort of vaguely recall a few years ago hearing the name Theranos come up a lot. Yes. That's yeah. the the guy from the Avengers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. One uh, uh one one drop to to rule the world, right? Oh my god. Uh so Theranos was a biotech company whose uh Feel you'll note you'll note the use of the past tense. Uh was a biotech company whose purpose was to build a machine that could uh run could rapidly run basically every commonly done blood test yes. with drops of blood instead of vials drawn at a lab mm-hmm. like you would normally get. So this perks, you know, perks me up, checks a lot of yeah. boxes for me. I hate needles. The prick perks you. I hate needles. I hate getting blood drawn for tests. It's just it's my nightmare. Yeah. I and the idea it. the idea was and I think that there was a bidding war between the, Walgreens or CVS they partnered with Walgreens. Yeah, to uh, just you could go to Walgreens and, and get just, your blood test done. Get your yeah, blood test done. Um, and the the founder and CEO of the company was this uh, was this charismatic woman named Elizabeth Holmes, who uh, dressed like Steve Jobs, dropped out of Stanford to start this company, was uh, charismatic enough to to attract a ton of investment. Yes, and. As Pierce loves to discuss, has this bizarre I, I can voice. test for all of blood stuff in just one drop of blood. Also, I, I don't blink ever. So has this deep voice that a lot of people think is an affect, like that's not her real voice. 
Um, it would be weird if it was. If you've Jess never Bell called it uh, <laughs> dumb, dumb bro voice, yeah, dumb man like, voice, uh, which is great. Which is a great own of of. The, it's unfortunate that she is a fraudulent person and and took a lot of money and didn't deliver yeah. on it. But also, I like the if that is the case, I like the the jab at at the the CEO type and the the deep voiceness. So. So you you point to a lot of money. Theranos at one time was worth nearly ten billion dollars, uh, and Elizabeth Holmes was, uh, I believe, a majority shareholder. So was worth billions of dollars, which made her the Kylie Jenner of two thousand fourteen. I'm sorry, I'm going to go jump out the window now for saying that. Boo! Uh, but what we learned was that apparently Theranos is basically Greek for fraud. Yes, uh, they were bilking investors out of money uh they their technology did not do what they said it did uh they were actually using the same sort of commercial blood testing technology that uh that's used by you know quest and lab corp and other lab companies yeah to get their results um and they just like they lied about stuff like theranos technology being tested in the battlefield by the u.s military it's just this whole bizarre situation yeah. that like people kept investing and, and kept being confident in Theranos up until the point where they weren't anymore. Yeah. But it produced all of this great investigative journalism. John Carreyrou from the Wall Street Journal wrote some some pretty uh, eye grabbing investigative stories and then wrote a book called Bad Blood. Uh, ABC News' Nightline did this six episode podcast the dropout that i listened to mm-hmm. uh, and which is now being adapted into a hulu miniseries starring kate mckinnon as elizabeth holmes she does the deep voice well she does the I, man voice well yes uh but she actually has a deep voice yeah, but she she can so right. she has a deep voice that is not dumb man voice but she can get to impressionist. she can get to the dumb man voice very easily right. and very well uh and HBO uh, produced a documentary called, I believe, The Inventor, that I've watched the the beginning of with Emily, and I think that we, it was like a, I don't know, fell asleep on the couch or something, but I want to watch the rest of it. Uh, so I've been kind of immersing myself in Theranos content over the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, and have, had, been, had been waiting until I finished the podcast to uh to talk about it on our podcast and so i i finished the the last episode on my drive up yesterday so yeah uh a wealth of stuff to to read listen to watch if you're interested in how this company went wrong and honestly what it says about the the culture of silicon valley and you know vc investment and uh you know technotheism in a way uh, and cult of personality too yeah yeah it's it's really it's a fascinating story that brings so many different notable things here like yeah i I mean i'm gonna stop short of saying everyone should listen to bad blood because i don't i don't do rules like that Mm. uh but it's it's a really good listen and i think you might enjoy it so uh the dropout from abc news the uh, inventor from hbo uh, John Kerry Rue's Bad Blood, if you got a little extra time. Um, so check those things out. Yeah. All right. That is the end of the show, which is good because we got to go watch Tiger. He's in the hunt, baby. 
Yes. Uh, he is the co-leader on Sunday at the Masters, which I think means it's 2001 again? Uh, 2005, I believe, is the last time he won the Masters. Um, uh, anyway, that is the end of the show. You can find us on Facebook or Twitter at PrettyOKPod or at our home on the web, www.prettyokpod.com. All of our podcast episodes are there. Or you can subscribe to our feed on your podcast app of choice. We are definitely on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, if you use something else and are having trouble getting a hold of us, drop us a line at itsprettyokay at gmail.com. And we'll do what we can to make sure that podcast is accessible to you. If you subscribe, thank you. Uh, please do us one more favor. Leave a rating, review, comment, that sort of thing, or tell a friend about the show. We would love to share it with them as well. We will back. Uh, we will be back again next week, as always, to talk about something else. Till then, I'm Sean. I'm Pierce. I'm Max. Thanks for Crosstown, living like a rock star. Spend a lot of money on my brand new guitar. Baby's got a habit, diamond rings and Fendi sports bras. Riding down Rodeo in my Maserati sports car. Got no